0: Hey everybody, my name is Billy,
1: and I'm Sasha,
0: and welcome to
1: Forced, Forced to Watch. Okay, we're back to three cities. Down
0: yeah. From four. It's it's always sad to lose Jersey. Whenever Jersey's over, I take a, a second and appreciate Jersey as a city because that's such a good one. I mean, it's a classic, right?
1: I guess. I mean, not to me, but it, everyone has their own opinions.
0: Yeah, I think that Jersey's one of the staples. If I was ranking my housewives, it'd be towards the top there. Um, but, you know, you were saying to me that you, you feel like all of the seasons that are left are pretty heavy.
1: Yeah. Serious, heavy, depressing. I feel like each one is just had this underlying, like, I don't know how to describe it, negative tone, like...
0: Well... We see, not to jump ahead, but we see in the teasers for Atlanta for next week that NeNe and Greg are going through some rocky times. hmm And I hate to see that because Greg is going through his own stuff, and so is NeNe. And it, it just seems like it's not a... Uh, it's all culminating in a negative way for NeNe here.
1: Yeah. I hope the best for them. I don't think they'll get divorced. I think we would have heard... If something like that was happening. But, fingers crossed. So, on to Atlanta.
0: Yeah, so, you know, you see at the beginning... I don't know if you see it or if you just hear about it... But Portia has her belt off when she's leaving Nini's party, right?
1: I guess. I don't know if we actually see it or it's just talked about so much throughout the episode. about, Or at least when Marlo, Candy, and Portia got to lunch, it's a big discussion about the belt. And then in the interview... Portia's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's probably Portia protecting her friend a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But, one, how do they not get footage of that stuff?
1: Well, it was pretty chaotic. And I think there's only two camera crews. One of them who, Nini, you know, ripped his shirt off. So you're kind of down to one. And it looks like a very small area. They're just in the hallway in yeah. between the bedroom and the closet.
0: Well, and I have to admit that... If Nini was telling me not to go in her closet, I would stay the hell away.
1: Yeah, well, you're not Portia or Candy. They're also some, you know, big personalities.
0: It seemed like, um, it seemed like they were kind of joking around when they were going in the closet, but, um...
1: Well, I think they thought Nini was joking when she was like, don't go in there, and they're like, we're gonna go in!
0: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I wrote down is, what do you think could be hidden in Nini's closet?
1: Yeah. Well, so then they kind of hit on it that it seems like NeNe's Closet is like a big, like very nice. Mm -hmm. and
0: They said the store was modeled after it, right?
1: Yeah. Um, And that it was not, it was kind of messy and she did not want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, featured, especially because it hadn't been featured before when it was not in, you know, tip-top shape. Which I hear, you know, you don't want to invite people to your house the first time when it's all messy, let alone broadcast it to millions of people. Right, okay. But well, it was just
0: escalated. Well, that was going to be my next question is, is this something that is common among women? Are are women protective of their closets?
1: I mean, I don't know. I think most... I think it depends on personality. I... I went in college when you live with three girls in an apartment or you live when I lived on the sorority hall. Like people are always borrowing each other's clothes. So you're kind of, your closet does not become sacred. It becomes Got it. communal.
0: Okay. Well, uh, clearly Nini's closet is sacred. Yes. Um, and then the, you know, there were a couple other things that happened in Atlanta, um, Portia talks about this gender reveal party, which, mm. personally, I think those are kind of played out. Yeah. Um. Uh, but whatever. An but excuse... I'm
1: excited to see Porsche's.
0: Oh, no doubt. It's <laughs> going to be ballerific, for sure. And then uh, the other thing was, I don't know what to call Candy's show.
1: Oh, I think she called it a variety show, but also a sex dungeon. So I'm not really sure which direction it's going.
0: Well, you know, it definitely felt, when we watched it, less variety show and more sex dungeon. Yeah. Um, It was... It was
1: uncomfortable. I think when Candy and Cynthia were up there, I um, had my hands over my eyes because I felt very uncomfortable
0: (laughs) by the content. Candy Candy is very comfortable in front of people, very open about her sexuality. And that that variety show was uh in your face. I was I give props to Cynthia Bailey mm-hmm. aka 50 Cent because she was put on the spot. She was like, "I don't know what I'm going to do." And Candy was like, "I know exactly what I'm going to do. I want her reaction to be genuine." So when Candy was up there asking Cynthia questions, I was I, I had you know, second-hand embarrassment. Yeah,
1: I did, too. That's a great way to describe it.
0: So, um, but it looked like it was a popular show, and a Shamari lot of people were like there. looked like she
1: did well, even though she couldn't um, sing.
0: Yeah. Voice prob- was gone. That's a that's a great point. Shamari, uh, and it's, it was funny, Candy was like, of course, Shamari can sing all the time. Yeah. And then when the variety <laughs> show comes, I lost my voice. She yeah. She all of a sudden doesn't have a voice anymore, yeah. so...
1: But you know, for being sick, she went out there and she did her thing.
0: Maybe she was drinking too much. And that's Maybe. why she lost her voice. Maybe. Yeah, so uh, that's that's all that I have on Atlanta. Do yeah. you got slow, anything else? No, it
1: was a slow week. I mm-hmm. felt like they're just kind of debriefing after a big week. And that's kind of always boring.
0: Yeah, so you think next week will be big again in Atlanta? Yeah,
1: we got Eva's wedding.
0: Oh yeah, how about that? Yeah. Good, good for Eva. And yeah. the wedding dress uh, um, went over well with her mom.
1: Yeah, but I was not a fan of it. Oh, really? It's just not my style.
0: I, you know, you could show me 50 wedding dresses, and I don't think I could tell any of them apart, really.
1: Probably not.
0: Yeah. Alright, All right. well, that'll Hills. be cool. So, Beverly Hills is next? Yeah. Alright, what What do you have on Beverly Hills?
1: I am just so over Lisa Vanderpump. I've been over her for a while. Really? And now this is playing out, and I just think she is such a sourpuss, like... She clearly, this is the third time she has done, asked someone else to orchestrate something to make her look good and her, someone else look bad, and now, and it's not really playing out how she wanted it to play Mm -hmm. out, and she's kind of like running and like being a sore loser, sore loser is the wrong word, but that's how I feel she's acting. It's like you, what do you expect? Eventually... Someone's going to be like, no, I don't want to orchestrate your plan.
0: So you're talking about the Lucy Lucy Applesauce situation where um, Lisa Vanderpump allegedly orchestrated Teddy to bring this up to the rest of the housewives, right? Yes. So it's interesting because I thought that Lisa can't now, and we talked about this last week too, but I thought that Teddy was not admitting enough to – her her part in it. And mm-hmm. Lisa brought up a great point of saying, look, th- these are the things that Teddy was saying. Teddy has a fault mm-hmm. in this, too. And it's interesting because it's almost like a bait-and-switch situation with these women, because, really, we should be blaming Dorit for abandoning this <laughs> yeah. dog. Yeah. But then, no, we should be blaming Teddy for, you know, talking shit about Dorit. But, no... We're blaming Lisa Vanderpump for this whole plan, so I guess what I'm saying is that there are a lot of different layers to Mm -hmm. this whole situation.
1: But the problem is, is I feel like Lisa just thinks she's the Queen of Bravo, Queen of Beverly Hills, as well as the Queen of Housewives, and that she can do all this stuff, manipulate people, and she can still look good. No consequences. And yeah, and right. that's no. That's not how it works. Yeah,
0: so you're ready for Lisa Vanderpump to get her come up and this is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. But what she's going to do instead is run and hide and pretend that nothing happened. Mm-hmm. That she had no part in it and that everyone's being a bully to her.
0: Now, you're a big reader. Mm-hmm. What what's it called? Are they called large print books? Yeah. So we finally got to see the text messages printed out this week that Ken printed.
1: I mean we saw them last week, but yeah.
0: Okay. And yeah, I, I felt like I could read them on the screen, so um it was I don't know. I, I kinda think that Lisa Vanderpump made herself look better this week, but uh but but not too great. Um I also, you know, Kyle saying goodbye to her daughter going to college oh. was a big part of this episode too. Heartbreaking. Which is also something that's heavy, you know. I wouldn't yeah. say heartbreaking.
1: Well no, but it was sad.
0: Yeah, it it was sad and um I thought that it was kind of funny that her daughter had a tougher time saying goodbye to the dogs than she did saying goodbye to her mom. She was cool, calm, and collected in saying goodbye to her mom. But when she was saying goodbye to the dogs, it was really emotional for her.
1: Well, at breakfast she was crying.
0: Yeah, no, she she let the emotion out later. But initially it was funny to me that, you know, she was more focused on the dogs.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about Denise Richards getting married?
0: Well, one more thing on her daughter. Oh, sorry. Um, her daughter ordered her steak, oh, really, yeah. really well done, and I'm personally offended by that. Kyle's <laughs> daughter has fallen to the bottom of my power rankings. Oh dead last. wow! Dead last. I mean, I don't know how many characters are in the show, but she's last.
1: Oh wow! That really resonated with you mm-hmm. in a negative way.
0: It did. It was. It was too bad.
1: All right. So Denise getting married. Yeah. How do you feel? Because you really like Denise.
0: Yeah, you know, um, Denise clearly flies by the seat of her pants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, getting married in ten days, I think, is what she was yeah. going to do.
1: It's the only day they have available.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. And the ink pretty much is not dry on his divorce. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of in the camp of, like, why do they need to be married? Like, why do they need that title on it? But, they each their own, so... Props to Denise. I hope that it works out well for her. Yeah. Um Love the Erica Jane tank top that we got to see this episode. Oh yeah. Who who was gifted that?
1: I think all the women, but Lisa Renna was wearing
0: it. Yeah, that that was fire. I think that yeah. I know what you're gonna get for uh oh, for, wow. for your birthday. And um they another thing that was brought up this episode was They were, the ladies were all talking about how they control their husbands, basically. Do you remember this part? Yeah. So, I I wanted to ask you, what are things that you do to control me? This seems to be a common thing among housewives. In Jersey, it came up, and now it's coming up in Beverly Hills.
1: Maybe I'm not good at it, because I can't think of anything.
0: Uh, Well, hey. I I just
1: send you what I need you to do, and you eventually do it.
0: I, I kind of think that you're playing dumb here and that you're not giving <laughs> me the real answer, I don't know, but uh but I get I guess that's all that I'm gonna get, yeah, um, and then yeah, that was I, I think that that's all that I have for Beverly Hills,
1: yeah, this all of these were kind of blah this week. I you, felt you like. weren't
0: a big fan of the episodes in general this week,
1: yeah, overall, just not much going on. I'm hoping there were episodes to set up. And lead up to something else. So, New York. I am over Luann. Really? Yes. I think...
0: She was she, in my power rankings last week.
1: Oh. That, I don't remember that, but okay. Um, I think that she keeps talking about her sobriety, which is great. Good for you. I'm all for that. But she keeps talking about how some things aren't, emotion, aren't good for her emotionally and her sobriety. Well, you're on a TV show, Luann. So, at what point is it that the TV show isn't good for your sobriety?
0: Right, yeah.
1: Like, if you're going to have problems being around these women, well, maybe the problem isn't these women, it's the TV
0: show. The whole, like, yeah. shtick to the show is, like, all of these, like, s- semi-tipsy housewives all the yeah. time, you know? Like, even I feel like in the opening of the, all the shows, they all have a glass of wine in their hand or, uh, you know, I don't know. Every confessional, they have a drink right next to them. So you're right, it's hard to be sober and be on the show. Yeah. And personally, it doesn't really seem like Luann wants to be sober.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think she's still struggling, but she's, you know, putting on a fake face.
0: She needs to put herself out of the situation. Yeah. You're you're right, I agree with that. Um, Luann also uh, is kind of like the center of this episode because of this clam bake, right?
1: Oh yeah, which looked did not look fun. It looked cold. It looked cloudy. Windy. Yeah, I. It was not a good clam bake. Well, wasn't so somewhere I would want to go. So
0: I wrote down the name of the woman that uh, was hosting the clam bake. Oh, yeah. I just wrote it down as clam bake girl. Okay. Um, what's her name?
1: I have no idea.
0: <clears throat> I also wrote Barb down here. Maybe a little bit it's later. Barbara. So maybe it's Barb. Or Barbara, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I'll refer to her as Clam Bake girl from now on. Okay. Is she going to be like a new like part of the show?
1: I get the sense they wanted her to be a new housewife, but as the season unraveled, she didn't really bring enough.
0: Mm. Because
1: they're having her do confessionals, but she's not in the previous.
0: Oh, so So they... I think
1: she's a friend of
0: Got it. There and they're kind of those like cameo characters yeah, throughout, like, like
1: the Danielle stops
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because I, you know, I was a little bit confused by that. I don't know how they pick housewives or what yeah. they do to to get these housewives there. Um, it it was really awkward. You know, the whole clam bake situation because they had to uninvite Dorinda. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but. I, Once you've invited somebody, it's kind of, like, really tough for me to Mm uninvite somebody to something.
1: I just... Ugh. Again, Luann, you're going to have to suck it up to deal with these people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Luann, you're going to have to be around them. You're both on the same TV show. Yeah. Like, suck it up. Does she
1: think she's going to go through the whole season never seeing Dorinda and Ramona? No. So, why put it off any longer? Why not get it over with? And then move on.
0: And then Dorinda... Handled the situation very well by quoting the voice of our generation, <laughs> Tyler Perry. Um, I, you know, I don't remember the Tyler Perry quote exactly. It was something about like. About forgiveness. It was something about, like, you know, I can never be myself until I forgive someone else or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was interesting because it was Dorinda. So passive-aggressively, placing the entire blame on Luann for the whole situation. (laughs) Like, she was basically saying, like, I have done nothing wrong, and until you forgive me, you will never be yourself. And I was, you know, I was like, this is awesome. Oh,
1: here we go. When you haven't forgiven those who've hurt you, you turn your back against your future. When you do forgive, you start walking forward. Wow. Deep.
0: Oh yeah, just, let's just marinate on that for a second. That, wow, Tyler Perry. Now I guess I know why people keep going to see his movies.
1: Maybe. Is that the type of content he's putting Inspirational? out? Inspirational, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. We've never gone. I don't know. Nothing against Tyler Perry. It's just not our cup of tea. Sh-
0: yeah. I, no, props to Tyler Perry. Shouts out to Tyler Perry if he wants to come on the podcast. I'm happy to have Come on, Tyler. <laughs> Maybe he can give us some more yeah. quotes. Um Yeah, other than that, I think that New York was the one that I was into the least this Oh, really? Yeah, I liked um, Beverly Hills better. And was the mermaid situation in New York? Yes. That was New York? It was very strange. Yeah, so like, they they like kind of did like a photo shoot. And my favorite part about the photo shoot was that you see them and they're like all kind of sitting on the edge of the pool. And then, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, I do this sometimes. Who is, who had the Bentley delivered? In the tinsley. Tinsley. Tinsley is standing up behind them. And I'm like, if she's going for Mermaid, you can't be standing on land. <laughs> that You just have flippers. Who, who do you think went down the stairs the best in their Mermaid outfit? Um,
1: I feel like we only saw Ramona and, um... One other, and I forget.
0: I think that we saw all of them. Ramona uh, just was the worst. Yeah,
1: at it. Ramona was the worst.
0: Ramona would have done better if she like would have laid down and just slid down the stairs. Yeah,
1: she didn't. Well, she can't swim. She doesn't really understand mermaids.
0: Oh yeah, that's the other thing is that she was feeling very comfortable in the mermaid tail, and she was swimming in the deep end thanks to her uh, <laughs> her swim instructor. Oh yeah, your boy. My boy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know how much you loved that part. Yeah.
1: Alright, your power rankings of the
0: week. Alright, my, my power rankings of the week kind of go a little bit against what, well, we, what you talked about this week. Oh, wow. Um, coming in at number five from Beverly Hills is the one and only Lisa Vanderpump. Ugh. She comes in at five this week because she really was able to, um, you know, she looked dead in the water after last week. I thought that Lisa was not going to be able to recover from this one; that she was going to have to own up. But she's doubled down. She got her proof on Teddy, and she's not. She's not going over lightly.
1: Well, I think the rest of the season she's. She may have had a little up, and I think the rest of the season she's heading back down.
0: Well, we will see about that. Okay. Um, at number four, I have you know is one of my favorite housewives of of all time. And that's the one and only 50 Cent. Cynthia Bailey comes in at number four. Because she had to sit up on that stage and answer those awkward questions. She was a good sport. She was a great sport about it. She handled herself so well up on that stage. And how old is Cynthia Bailey? 50s? She does not look a day over 35. She looks great. Cynthia, props to you. Yeah. Props. Um, number three, you're gonna like this one, okay, also from Beverly Hills is Kyle what's Kyle?
1: oh love Kyle what's also Kyle's last name Richards and Cynthia is fifty two
0: okay Kyle Richards comes in at number three mm-hmm. because you could tell she was a wreck the whole mm-hmm. time, prepping for her daughter to leave everything, and she holds it together till that dinner, and she even. You know, doesn't make her daughter feel bad. She says, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. Now, that was a great scene to Mm -hmm. me. She did make her daughter say, I'm not all right. And I don't think that I would have gotten emotional in front of her. I would have waited until I got in the car. But I'm not a parent, so I can't really speak to that. So, shout out to Kyle. You get number three. Number two. This is a Beverly Hills heavy yeah. Very Beverly Hills heavy week. And and I said that that was my favorite, my favorite uh of the three c- uh cities this week. But at uh number 2 is DeReet. Oh, why? What is DeReet's last name, personally?
1: Kemsley, I think. K-
0: Kemsley? Is it Kimsley?
1: K E M S E Y.
0: Kemsley. K-E-M-S-E-Y. Okay. Um this is despite her husband PK because PK oh. PK is second to last in my power rankings. I loved when they were putting up the picture of like him with surviving the dog bite, and it's like it looked like he popped two zits on his yeah. nose. Yeah,
1: I've had worse dog bites, and I have kept the dog for many years.
0: And she's like, "Oh my god, PK was bit by this dog," and you're like. All right, like, why was P.K.'s nose so close to that dog, you yeah. know? P.K. But,
1: may be the one of the least attractive house, husbands, house I, husband, I, husbands,
0: And I feel like every bit of advice that he gives is, like, terrible yeah. advice. Like, I, I don't know. P.K. is definitely towards the bottom. But yeah. Tari is number two this week. Yeah. She has made it out of this situation unscathed. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. Listen, people, like... That are not famous. If you abandon a dog, it's kind of like, oh, this person abandoned their dog. But Dorit was able to not only abandon Lucy Lucy Apple Juice, but was also able to flip the situation on two other people. She looks like a saint now. They're, like, fighting for her approval. Right. Well, now... Exactly. So, now Lisa is going to Dorit, and Teddy is going to Dorit. So, Dorit through all of this controversy, has mended two relationships.
1: Yeah. So, well, I will say in the previews, it looks like her relationship with LVP goes in the toilet. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Well, there was the, the clip of there's her a lot saying, left. I don't love you. Yeah. Which which seems bad.
1: Yeah. There's a lot left. We've only... We're probably, like, what, four or five episodes in. Yeah, but yeah. But continue. Who's um, number
0: one? And then number one in my power rankings... You can probably guess because I haven't mentioned her yet. Denise Richards. Denise from Beverly Hills is number one this week. Um, and it's basically just because she is so chill <laughs> that she's down to marry a guy who got divorced yesterday in yeah. 10 days.
1: Yeah, she's just living her life. I We get to see the wedding and I'm very excited for that.
0: I mean, I'm sure that she will roll up in jeans and a t-shirt no. to her wedding, just yeah. like she she wants to. Um, there's there's one more. You know, I want to go back to, to Lisa real quick. Just one uh-huh. last thing. Do you think that Lisa is just accumulating animals two by two, like Noah's Ark?
1: <laughs> I don't know. She has way too many. And they all are just like, ugh. It's like... Look, I think you said it last week, look like they're on their last leg. Yeah. They all are kind of, like, long-haired, but not, like, managed, it seems. Well, I'm not
0: even talking just about the dogs. I mean, don't get me wrong, Lisa has 30 dogs, but she also has the two swans. Yeah. She has ponies, right? Yeah. Does she have any other animals?
1: I don't know. I feel like
0: she has, like, peacocks, but that might be the Playboy Mansion that has peacocks.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um... So, so, I don't know. It's just, it seems like Lisa is just continually accumulating more and more animals. Can't wait to see what she gets next. Yeah. Um, you, do you have any comments on my power rankings? Not really. I mean, I know you didn't like to read. Any other feedback?
1: Well, I didn't like LVP. I don't really like your power rankings this week.
0: Alright, well, that's, that's why they're my power rankings. Yeah. On to Sports. Alright, so this was a busy week in sports, yeah. and just because, we're going to start off with the NFL, okay? okay? And just because...
1: Lots of NFL stuff.
0: There is, there's a ton of NFL stuff, and just because I'm a fan of the Browns, yeah, does not mean that we're going to talk about the Browns every week, mm-hmm. but when they make a move like they made this week, uh-huh. I'm going to talk about them. Okay. So the Browns traded for Odell Beckham. Yeah. Huge news!
1: It was a big night in our house.
0: Yeah. No, so, what do you think? I mean, tell me what you think about Odell Beckham.
1: Well, I think I've told you this. I like Odell Beckham. I thought he kind of had an unfair season because he had such a bad quarterback. Hmm. So I'm excited to see him with a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, kind of a rookie quarterback, but at least he's good. Um, Baker mayfield, so yeah. i'm excited to see what happens so for
0: odell the the OBJ. question is uh, mm-hmm. out on the interwebs is <laughs> that uh you know will Odell be a distraction because the Browns have a lot of big personalities in Baker mayfield, Jarvis Landry
1: they are setting themselves up for a amazing season. They have Baker mayfield, they have obj, Jarvis Landry. Um, they have Cream hunt, who I know is just got the eight game penalty, but you know still there,
0: yeah Nick, Nick Chubb,
1: yeah, who uh, else is there? a lot
0: of good players on defense yeah the the so we're riding the Browns hype train is what you're saying. Yeah. you don't think Odell's gonna be a distraction in the locker room, right?
1: no, I don't, I think. I think he's gonna be. I mean, I know Baker Mayfield's kind of supposed to be the leader, but I think he's gonna kind of play a leadership role in having the experience and being, yeah. you know, this stellar player.
0: My take. And on he has it, a
1: really good relationship with Jarvis already.
0: Yeah, him and Jarvis were roommates and or they played together at LSU. Yeah, and they're best friends. Yeah. So I think if anyone can keep. Um, you know, it cool, calm, and collected, it's going to be Jarvis. Yeah. It's going to be kind of the glue You guy. mean OBJ? No, I think Jarvis is oh. going to be able to keep Odell Beckham and uh, and Baker kind of on the same page, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so that was big. You know, Kareem Hunt, what do you think about the eight-game suspension? Do you think that was enough?
1: Um, I don't know if it's necessarily enough, but I think that's kind of the common thing, like the common penalty with yeah. people. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but that seems like a number I've heard before.
0: Yeah, well, Zeke, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who plays for the Cowboys running back, was suspended last year for six games. For, what did he do? It was a domestic violence uh, charge, but there was no video evidence like there is in the Kareem Hunt case. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like the NFL just, just makes these things up. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see them focus a little bit more on the rehab process. Um, I'd love to see them, you know, say, you know, Kareem has been suspended for this many games and while he's suspended, he's going to work at a battered women's shelter, Mm -hmm. you know, or he's going to go attend these alcoholism classes and I'm sure that he's doing things like that, but, uh, you know, I'm more pro rehab than I am pro penalty. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what I have a
1: quick random question. Okay. Who do you think is going to be on hard knocks? Now that we're talking about the Browns, who was last yeah. season, who's this season? Yeah,
0: so um, another big thing that happened this week was Le'Veon Bell, yeah. running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, signed with the New York Jets.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: So I think that the Jets could be a good candidate to, to do hard knocks. Uh-huh. Um, they would be really interesting. They have a young quarterback. Who's um, their quarterback? Sam Darnold.
1: Oh.
0: Um, he went to uh, University of Southern Cal. Hmm. Um, and he was a rookie last season. Um, but they, I think that the Jets have a good chance to get it. Okay. I could see, um, another team that made a big move. The Oakland Raiders could get it. Oh yeah. Um, they signed, uh, Antonio Brown.
1: Antonio yeah. Brown
0: got traded from the Steelers.
1: And I'm pretty sure, I know we talked about it last week. I think his mustache is gray. I saw another interview, and it looked gray.
0: We're going to have to agree to disagree on that, because it's definitely blonde. Okay. Um, But, you know, they would be good, too. John Gruden is the head coach for Oakland. He was uh, on ESPN forever. He was an analyst, and he's an animated guy. So he'd be fun to have on Hard Knocks for sure.
1: Okay.
0: Um, The other thing that's going on in sports um, that you know we're not really going to touch on is that the NBA... Uh, playoffs are starting to take shape a little bit. And And how
1: long do those last? Like four months? (laughs) They last forever.
0: (laughs) No, they do not. Well, they don't happen until after college basketball's March Madness. Mm -hmm. But the the big thing right now is it's looking like LeBron is going to miss the playoffs. Why? Um, Because he plays for the Lakers, and the Lakers have had some injuries. Is he injured? LeBron has been injured, but, you know, he's back now, but... They just have, uh, according to ESPN, like a 1% chance to make the playoffs. So yeah. a playoffs without LeBron James is pretty crazy. Um, so I just, you know, we don't have to talk about that, but I wanted I to. I don't
1: really follow. Like that's, of the big sports and thing. like NBA is low on my paying attention. Well,
0: Would you put it before or behind baseball?
1: Oh, it's definitely before. I know zero about baseball.
0: And then soccer is probably last for you, right?
1: Yeah. The only thing I know about baseball is that J-Lo and A-Rod just got engaged. Yeah,
0: and A-Rod, and A-Rod does not play yeah, baseball I know.
1: anymore. But that's the only thing I know about yeah, baseball.
0: That, that's not... That, you don't know anything about baseball, yeah. if that's all that you know yeah. about baseball. <laughs> all right. And soccer
1: even less. Yeah. I don't even know anything about Could soccer.
0: Could you name a soccer player? David Beckham. Alright, could you name two soccer players? No. Alright, well, David Beckham, that's a good one to know, if you're going to know one. Um,
1: And I could probably only name two baseball players.
0: Alright, which baseball players could you name?
1: A-Rod and Derek Jeter.
0: Alright, neither of which are current (laughs) baseball players. Okay. Alright, so we're going to have to work on that, is what I'm I'm figuring out. You're going to have to broaden your sports (laughs) knowledge. Um, And, you know, the the big thing in our house right now, the thing Mm -hmm. that, you know, you've been having to watch a lot of because... I have, I'm have. i super into it, is college basketball. Mm-hmm. So last week when we talked, it was the night before the Duke Carolina game, I think.
1: Oh, okay. And yeah, because we had le- left before.
0: And that was the Duke Carolina game that was in Chapel Hill mm-hmm. at Carolina. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for me, the Tar Heels won. Mm-hmm. Was not happy. Zion Williamson did not play. Um, Zion is the, you know, star basketball player that mm-hmm. if you've turned on the TV or if you have Instagram, you've probably heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a fair analysis?
1: I don't know, because I feel like if I wasn't married to you, I would have no
0: idea who he was. Wow. Wow, that's hard to hear. <laughs> I think that he has 2.3 million followers on And I'm not one Instagram. of them. Yeah, you're not one of them yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But anyway, since then Duke has bounced back and uh, last night the ACC finished their tournament. Um, Duke beat uh, Syracuse, UNC and Florida State on their mm-hmm. way to an ACC championship, which I was thrilled with. Um, if you don't follow college basketball, there are di- there are 32 different conferences is what they're called. And these conferences all play for a champion, and whoever wins the championship gets to go play in the NCAA tournament. And that's what the brackets are that everybody sees every Mm -hmm. year. So those brackets are the 32 champions, and then there are also 34 teams that didn't win the championship that are the 34 best teams that get into the tournament. So I have a game that I want to play with you. Okay. And it's called... NCAA tournament team or not? Okay. So what I've done is I have taken the nicknames for the the mascots mm-hmm. for these teams. Okay. So, for example, you know Duke, their mascot is the Blue Devils, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So I would say Blue Devils, yeah. and you would tell me NCAA. if it's a tournament team okay. or if it's not. And okay. all of these teams will be featured in March Madness okay. this year. Okay. Okay. So Gosh. And, we're and nervous. And you can get a bonus point if you can tell me which school okay. it is, okay? Okay. Alright, so we're gonna start with we're we're gonna start with this one, okay? Okay. The Jayhawks. No idea. Are they a tournament team or are oh. they not a tournament oh,
1: okay. team? Okay, okay. Not a tournament team.
0: So you don't think that this is a mascot for a team? No.
1: Not an college basketball team.
0: Alright. You're incorrect. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is Kansas's mascot.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it's a made-up bird. Okay. Um, I, I don't know the origins of it, but but a Jayhawk is that's Kansas's, and okay. Kansas will be a pretty high seed, okay. probably a three, four, five seed. Okay. All right. The, this is the next one. Mm-hmm. The Street Sharks. Oh
1: gosh. no.
0: Not a tournament team. No. That's correct. It's a TV show from the '90s. Okay. Um, next one, the Hawkeyes.
1: I think that's a tournament team.
0: That is correct. Do you know which school? No. Iowa. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, I would never know that. All right, this is the next one. The Gales.
1: I think that's a tournament
0: team. Correct, that's a tournament team. I don't,
1: I have no idea what team.
0: That's St. Mary's out in California. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, next one, the Shrews.
1: I think that is a tournament team.
0: That would be incorrect. Oh. Um, they, a shrew is a small mammal. Yeah. Not I, necessarily something that I would want to represent my team.
1: No, but there are a lot of mascots that I wouldn't want to represent my team. <laughs> That's
0: true. Um, next one, the Norse. No. That's incorrect. Oh. Do you want to take a guess at which school it is?
1: like buffalo?
0: Obviously it's <clears throat> northern Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> that is a really tough one. Norse are a uh, You're not giving
1: game? me any that I would know.
0: Well, uh, if I get, if I said to you like tar heels, you would know that one. It's too easy. Oh, okay. That's this part of the game. All right, here's the next one. The necromancers. No. No, that's a name for a wizard. It's not a term of All right. Next one is the catamounts sure yes and i'll give you a hint on this one okay based on where you're from i would not be surprised if you knew which team has their mascot as the catamounts
1: okay boston college
0: close um it's vermont
1: oh i didn't know uvm yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were
0: good. UVM, they're the Catamounts. Yeah, oh, they okay. made it into the tournament this year. Okay. All right, next one. The Rough Riders.
1: No, that's Cole's um,
0: Yes, fancy it, football team. Right. It's DMX's <laughs> record label. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, all right. I didn't
1: know that was his, why he chose that. But yeah. That's clever, Cole.
0: All right, and then here's the last one that I have for you. hmm The Killian. Yes. All right, because it's St. Patrick's Day, I, that's why I put this one in here. You're correct. The ki- Killian is the mascot for a team. Do you know which school?
1: Notre Dame?
0: You've probably never heard of this school. Um, that's a great guess. Notre okay. Dame is a great I was thinking guess.
1: of like an Irish.
0: Yeah, Notre Dame's mascot is the Irish.
1: Yeah, that's um, why I said
0: it. It's Iona. <laughs> I don't know if I've
1: ever heard of that school.
0: Yeah, so... Iona is uh, is the last one. So, yeah, that that's kind of what I have. Are you uh, are you looking forward to the selection show this afternoon? No. Do you... Uh,
1: I'm not interested in that. Well, how come? Because I just want the games to be started and the bracket to start.
0: And will you fill out a bracket? I,
1: I don't know if anyone's doing it. Last year I had two, one with our friends and one at work, and I don't know if either entity is doing it. Oh,
0: I bet you that you'll be able to find a bracket pool. Now, this is-
1: I will definitely, if someone asks me, I will definitely do
0: it. Now, you know, this is kind of the the last thing that I wanted to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of women out there and men out there don't really know um, enough about these teams. A lot of the ones that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. Iona, Vermont, uh, St. Mary's, so, what's your strategy when you're filling out a bracket? What what do you go with? Do you like to pick the best mascot? Do you pick team colors you like? Who has the hottest coach? What's your what's I'm your a little go-to? more
1: strategic about it. Okay. I do look at, you know, their re- seat, like what seat they are. Um, but I also know there will be some upsets. Mm-hmm. I do research yeah, to okay. see what are, like, the... You know, most likely upset. Yeah. Um, I don't always choose them, but I look them up. Um, and then I, I think once you get to the end, you kind of just go with teams you like.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Do you think that? Um,
1: and I've never won, so obviously my strategy is not working.
0: Okay. Do you do you feel like sometimes I feel like the less educated you are on the bracket, yeah. the better you do Mm-hmm. because you, you don't feel any allegiance or. You don't, um, you know, you don't read what the experts are saying. So you think that it helps reading that stuff?
1: Um, I don't know if it helps, because as I said, I've never won, but that's what I do. Maybe this year I should do it completely differently and see how it goes. Yeah. not read anything and just choose.
0: Um, and then last year, you know, a 16 seed, University Mm. of Maryland, Baltimore County, (laughs) The yeah. Retrievers mm-hmm. beat the number one overall seed, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that a 16 had ever beaten a one. Mm-hmm. Do you see that happening again no. this year? No. Do you think it will ever happen again?
1: Yes, but I don't think it's going to uh, – it's not going to be in every year, every, even every other year. Like, it's going to be like a once in every 20 years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you know, you got to make sure to pick that 5-12 upset. There's yeah. always a 12 seed that beats a five seed mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm curious to see how the 15 and two seeds match up this year mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun when did
1: the games start this Friday Thursday Friday
0: That's right this Thursday and Friday are the best two days in sports.
1: Are there games on Saturday
0: Saturday and Sunday too oh, yeah wow. so it's gonna be you know four days. Of almost nonstop college basketball, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. So, really looking forward to that. Um,
1: yeah, we'll and, check and, back in on. I don't know what day.
0: Yeah, probably next Sunday. But yeah. uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. Send it along to your friends. Thanks for listening.